Good morning for the Met Radio Morning Mixtape. I am Donovan LaCroxy, and debuting on the show, I've got cinematographer, director, and actor Diego Lopez. How you doing? I'm doing great, Donovan. Thank you so much. How are you? I'm doing good. Welcome to the show. You were a bit hesitant at first, but now we got you on, eh? (laughs) I just, yeah, a little hesitant at first, but here I am. I'm ready and willing. (laughs) All right, all right, all right. So let the listeners know, where are you from? How did you get into the entertainment industry? I'm from a place called El Paso, Texas. It's the westernmost tip of Texas, and I got into the industry... um, I guess making home movies first with my brother and my cousins when I was a little kid. And I've always kind of been involved in theater. That led me to going to school for uh, music eventually because it was musical theater. So I then I got involved in opera, went to school for opera. And then um, I uh, found out that you could actually go to school for filmmaking. So then I once I learned that, I was like, OK, no, this is this is what I want to do. And so. Moved back home for a little bit, then slowly moved my way out to Los Angeles and have been working in the entertainment industry ever since. All right. So do you use your opera maybe in any of the acting gigs you've done? I know we were almost close to nailing a couple of auditions, but have you ever used that opera voice of yours? You know, it's funny. I don't know if you remember the show Glee. Yes, I do. So I was I I was also I was pretty close to being on that show a couple of times. They 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 um yeah, they asked me to come back a few times, but I think my voice was a little too operatic and they they wanted a little <laughs> bit more of the different. But the only the only time I use the opera now is in the shower to bother my girlfriend. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but you can use it in your stories and your future stories, right? Looking for an opera singer maybe telling the story of how opera came to be. I think so. That could be a good idea. I have thought about maybe in the future sometime maybe using my voice uh, for the soundtrack of something that I make or something like that, or I don't know, maybe. But yeah, every now and then I do get the urge to to record something and put something on, in, right. a, in a, you know. All right. Okay. So talk about two more auditions you almost got. I think it was two or one more. You almost got to co-star with Selena Gomez, right? That's right. Yeah. There was, I think, a, uh, one or two times where it was between me and, uh, one other guy and then me and two other guys and they really wanted me to to I think the next step was screen testing with Selena and it was really really close to it but they ended up not choosing me they went out they went with the other guys and it was a uh, you know it's a funny experience I think actors have talked about this in the past where like you get really close to almost getting a part and then you have to see that other guy's face posted all around the city on billboards and then you got to watch the movie oh. and- <laughs> the whole time you're just thinking oh that could have been me it could have been me but i yeah, know yeah. i know but you know what maybe it wasn't met for you at that time or sometimes it's just not meant to be what do you think about that i i I agree with that. I think I think maybe, you know, who knows what would have happened back then. I was kind of a crazy kid at that age. So who knows, man, maybe I would have gone down a bad road if I would have gotten that kind of attention. So, yeah, I think I think I'm more apt to handle that kind of attention now. But also, who knows? But I agree with you. It's it's, some things just aren't meant to be at certain times. And how many years ago was this, in case listeners ask? That was, that must have been when I, I don't know, in 2008. 
2008, 2009, I think. Oh, wow. So you were probably a real bad boy back then. Good looks, <laughs> and you probably would have went down a wrong path. <laughs> yeah, I was I was a bit of a rebel, and I like to party quite a bit. So, yeah, maybe. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Now, we almost said almost, right? Have there been auditions you've got before you went into cinematography and directing that you've got, that you've been in, that you can let the listeners know, or just, it was just almost? Um, I was in a few commercials. I think the, the biggest thing was probably a Jack in the Box commercial where I had a, I, I had a dolphin tattooed on my face and everybody from back home still makes fun of me for it. You know what I mean? I think there was that. And then uh, I think the most recent one, which was pretty cool, was that I I don't know if you there's a video game called Call of Duty. Yes. And I was the so in in Call of Duty, they have different characters and sometimes they come out with like, you know, it's uh, what's his name from Die Hard. And a couple of years ago, they had a guy Rambo was one of the characters and I was the body scan for Rambo. So that was pretty cool. And because I play that game with my cousins every now and then and it was fun to kind of play as myself in the game but with Steve, with Sly Stallone's face on my face <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> but I heard they're supposed to be making another Call of Duty there's supposed to be another game coming out in November is that true I think so I think they're always just kind of pumping those things out because you know they're so popular why are they ever going to stop you know so mm. i think it is coming out i think soon. so i think so okay so let's hear about the cinematography how did you get into that and saying you know what i want to do cinematography and i also want to do directing so while i was in film school now out here at i was started going to santa monica college um, and New York Film Academy in Los Angeles. Um, you know, you get with your classmates and you make a bunch of short films and you kind of do random jobs here and there. Oh, today I'm going to grip for this short film and today I'm going to act in this one and maybe I'll get to direct this one or write some, you know, stupid short film that you get to direct. Um, so I was going to school and I started working as a production assistant on reality TV shows. Um, and I made good friends with... Uh, particular cinematographer that kind of let me be very hands-on with lighting and stuff like that and so she kind of mentored me for a little while and just kind of instilled the love of the camera and I I kind of from there started to become camera assistant to other people and then other cinematographers took me under their wing and taught me more and more and more about lighting and using cameras and I was I found out that I was pretty good at it and it was something you know for someone who I think the doctor said that I might have had ADD or ADHD they could never really figure it out but those people tend to concentrate on things that they like and have a very hard time concentrating on things that they don't like so I always struggled with that and I found that with cameras and lighting I can laser focus like nobody's business. I can't, I struggle sitting in front of the computer. And so there was a point in time in my life where I interned at Merrill Lynch, which is like a bank. Um, and I wanted to kill myself. And then, uh, you know, I just can't sit still. I have a very time, hard time sitting still. But when I'm on set and you're telling me to like light a situation and, you know, throw 30 lights up and make it look really nice and then add some fun look to the camera and pick fun lenses out and decide what 
how we're going to shoot a certain scene, that's when, you know, my brain and my soul just come to life. And I feel like that's, I don't know, I, I guess what I was meant to do, maybe, if you want to put it in that kind of terminology, just right. filmmaking in general really brings me to life. Being on set, working with cameras, working with actors and all that. So slowly but surely, I worked my way through uh, a bunch of reality TV shows. Eventually, I got to work on some scripted shows. And I'm now starting to move more into scripted where I'm starting to direct my own things. But yeah, I've been a, a cinematographer. There was actually a show that I was a cinematographer for a couple of years ago and Netflix submitted it to be considered for an Emmy. So that was a wow. really cool experience. It almost got there and um, we didn't get we didn't get the nomination, but it was still cool to be considered. Okay, we're almost, but we need breakthroughs, okay? We need we breakthroughs. Need, <laughs> oh, we do need breakthroughs. And you are right about the point. Uh, ADHD people, including myself, mm -hmm. succeed at what they're good at. And you're good at cinematography, and you look like you are also good at directing your own stories i'm gonna put writer as well too i know you're not a writer but could we write in the future potentially that goes along with sitting in front of computer donovan <laughs> so, <laughs> i you know when it's something that i'm very passionate about i will force myself to sit down and write about it like um the project that i directed last year which is in the film festival run right now it's a project about the first black female pow in the history of the united states yes uh, talk more about that because our listeners want to know what that's about so her name is shoshana johnson and she is one of my heroes and someone i strive to be like because she went through something that it's very rarely found in humans these days to go through at least in where, where I come from. And the way that she lives her life now is a complete inspiration to me because she, this is a person who in 2003 went to Iraq. She was a cook. She was ambushed, saw a lot of her friends die in front of her eyes. She was shot in both legs and she was held POW. She was held as a POW, the first black female POW in the history of the United States for 22 days. Um, she underwent surgery behind enemy lines by the Iraqi military while bombs were going off around her. Um, she was eventually rescued by some heroic marines and she came back home and raised a beautiful daughter and she still lives in El Paso in my hometown today with such grace that I named the movie that I wrote Grace because if you were to see her now you'd never believe that sh this person went through what she went through when she's just living her life baking brownies and you know telling funny jokes and reading her books and just living how anybody else would live wow. um so yeah so right now that film is winning it's been winning a few awards in some film festivals and it seems to be doing pretty good my ultimate goal with this is to try and get it sold and made into a limited series about her life and the lives of the people that she was with during the ambush and captivity as well as some of the people that helped her behind enemy lines while she was captured, as well as the Marines that rescued her. Wow, wow, wow. Now, in case listeners ask, what's the acronym for POW? Prisoner of War. Okay, okay. Prisoner of War. Now, are there more stories you'd like to touch in? Uh, sorry, touch on for those in the future that experienced like Shoshana. As far you mean, as far as the POWs go, or just stories about 
Yeah, just stories about resilience and POWs, too, because it's about resilience, grace, and she had to overcome. That's like a big, I don't know if I could even go through that personally myself. I'd be cussing God out (laughs) 24-7. Yeah, I don't think 99% of the population could go through what she went through. But as far as other projects go, I have been, I'm currently a cinematographer on a project that I've been working on for the past five years. Um, and it's a pro- it's a documentary about childhood sexual assault. Um, and I'm working on it with a wonderful director named Alexandra Dixon Gray. And this is a second, it's I guess it's a sequel documentary to the original documentary. So she, 20 years ago, shot a documentary about a bunch of kids who were who had been sexually assaulted and kind of told their story and how they're dealing with it. And kind of brought that to the attention of the public so now what we're doing is following up with these people now they're grown adults and have kids of their own and um we're basically the the thing about ptsd especially people with sexual assault is that it affects everybody and it's a never-ending thing that you constantly have to work on so the lives of these people have been incredibly hard because of what they've gone through um but like you said it's a story of resilience and these people are also inspirations to me and have been now for the past few years and i think their story has to be told and i think i've been i guess you could call it blessed or i'm very fortunate to have been selected to be the cinematographer for this documentary because it is so inspirational and it's been an incredible journey and we're currently submitting that film to film festivals for this coming year so the first one did pretty good and it got a lot of attention hopefully this one will too i think it will Mm -hmm. So you do like telling true stories of grace, resilience, and overcoming obstacles in life, right? You know, my parents raised me to idealize people that were resilient by teaching my brother and I history. And I think I've always had an affinity for history and have always idolized people that went through something incredibly hard and got through it and you know, were able to go on, continue on with their lives. Um, so yeah, I do like stories like that. That's what I'm really into. Yeah. All right. Is there any other stories you would like to tell that you haven't told yet or anything else that you are passionate about? You know, I'm very passionate. There's, there's a couple of stories. I'm, I've been a martial artist my whole life and I've also been a climber my whole life, a rock climber. Sure. Um, One thing that I'm currently working on is a project on the climbers in Yosemite about it's a project that I'd like to create in the next couple of years about the people who put up the first routes. You know, you've heard of the of the people that kind of free soloed uh, the El Capitan in Yosemite and those guys. Yes, Um, I am very interested in the first people who ever climbed that, because if you look at a gigantic cliff and no one's ever climbed it and you say okay let's go up that that really interests me because that also has to do with perseverance you know you're going up a 3,000 foot cliff that's going to take you maybe months to do and sometimes you're caught in thunderstorms and you know some of your friends might have died from falling off or something like that so that's something that I'd like to tell in the future as well as potentially a martial arts story about jujitsu I'm very interested in jujitsu because that's what I've been doing for a very long time all right but it's different today jujitsu isn't it you think or no I think martial arts in general are an ever-evolving thing if you look at the history of jujitsu 
um, and just martial arts. It's it's always been like trying to find which is the best thing. And even now on a weekly basis, you can tell. And I think this is in part due to the Internet and how closely connected the rest of the world is, is there's always a new move and there's always some new stuff and there's always a better guy. So, yeah, it's I think it's an ever evolving thing, which is really interesting to me as well. All right. Have you ever had to use your moves in real life? Unfortunately, yes. Um, oh. But fortunately, oh. not not too often. And I've I've come out relatively unscathed from those things. Hopefully, I never have to use that stuff again in real life. All right. <laughs> and... it, is, it is not fun. <laughs> and listeners, he did not use it on me, okay? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what's your message? What do you want to tell people that have overcome obstacles or going through an obstacle right now and they see any of your films that you've cinematographered in or that you've directed what's your message to them i think my message to them is to work on your habits i think that i think it's a simple message but it's one that's helped me throughout my life and it's something that i've learned from shoshana and the people that i've studied over the years is that we are a slave to our habits so one thing that i really like to repeat to myself is I'm a slave to my habits, so I will make good habits and I will become their slaves. Ooh, okay. But I've made bad habits and I become their slave. What do you want to tell me? And I can't overcome that obstacle. Well, Donovan, I'm going to go over there and jujitsu your butt till you get good <laughs> habits. <laughs> <laughs> but there are, talk to us, brother, because there are people that are in situations right now where they feel they can't come out of. I think one baby step at a time. If you can get a hold of one habit a day and just work on one, then eventually that will bleed into the rest of your life. And as I mean, if you look at let's take Shoshana Johnson, if you look at what she went through, all she did was she just kept on going. Just keep moving forward. Just take one step at a time. And eventually, if you make those good, tiny little, even if the habit is drinking one glass of water a day to better yourself, constantly try to be better than you, be a better person than you were yesterday. Just keep that in mind. And those habits will start forming. Right, right. One, I need eight glasses of water a day. <laughs> <laughs> Me, too. Me too. All right. And what do you want to tell the fans? What do you want to tell them where they have supported your work and they're so supportive in everything you've done? I'd like to, I guess, just thank my biggest fans, which are my family. They've always been incredibly helpful and they are a solid rock to me the best support system i believe in the entire universe um if it weren't for them i really wouldn't be where i am right now i'd like to also thank my girlfriend because she's right along there with the family she's part of my family and love is a real thing and when you feel it in a support system it changes your life for the better amen Amen, amen, amen. Now, the other cinematographers, what do you want to encourage them about their lighting, cameras, angles? What's your message to them? Practice, practice, practice. 
constantly practice never think that you know everything um even when you think you do know everything that's when you've started to realize that you know nothing so just beat on your craft just learn what other people are doing learn from other people find a mentor if you don't know how to do that go on youtube and find somebody um i'm a part of the filmmakers academy that's an incredible place to learn uh the craft of cinematography and it's an endless black hole of information um go on the filmmakers academy and learn from shane and everybody there uh practice 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 never stop learning hi hi shane (laughs) (laughs) all right did you want to throw out your social media platforms sure yeah my uh my instagram is eolumpas which is what my brother called me when we were little kids. It's E-O-L-U-M-P-A-S. And then we have uh, an Instagram for the movie Grace, and it is grace.themovie. So you can go and check out Grace, and eventually maybe there'll be a link up there so you can watch the film. Um, So that is, those are my socials, I think. And I'd also like to thank uh, my agents over at Ares Talent Agency. Follow them on Instagram and all the social media stuff too. All right. That's how I found him, listeners, okay? (laughs) (laughs) All right. Any final things you would love to tell Met Radio Toronto? Uh, Just thank you so much. Thank you for having me on, Donovan. I really appreciate you being so warm and kind. And um, yeah, hopefully maybe one day in the future we can be on here again where I can tell you about those almosts that became a reality. (laughs) Yes, yes. We're looking for breakthrough again. So that's a habit next year when you come back we need to become reality right absolutely absolutely all right all right for met radio 1280 am i am donovan lacroxy i would love to thank so much cinematographer director and actor you can throw out your full name again thank you so much Thank you, I'm Diego Lopez. Thank you so much, Donovan, for having me. And thank you to the listeners for listening to this episode. 